0: Welcome to a great episode of Sports Matters. Just after the weekend of the Masters, I am Kevin Drake and sitting across from me is the famous Matt Bird Sports. Famous in what? Famous right here at 88.9 FM in Irvine. I don't That's know. That's
1: you're famous. I don't know if I'm famous. Famous here. Right here in the studio. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'd love to be fame. I'd love to be rich, but without the accolades. You know, I wouldn't want people like following me around like paparazzis. If I was famous, but I'm not. <laughs> Okay. You know, it was so funny. I didn't tell you when I was at the Indian Wells, I saw Larry King.
0: You did? Live there. Yeah. Had his suspenders and everything. He was just walking from one match to the next. So Larry what you're King saying is. was right is, next to me, but I didn't really bother him. <laughs> I was kind of like, a, I froze. I was like, is that Larry King?
1: So what you're saying is he was ready to go on air while walking around at Indian Wells. He was ready. He had his suspenders on he, and everything. He was ready. And they're like, Larry, someone's out for the day. Can you step in? Sure. Give us the inside of the Indian Wells, Larry King.
0: well let's talk about the masters what an exciting finish i mean sunday lived out to be like how it usually is at the masters there's always a lot of excitement going on there's a couple guys making a run at the leader patrick reed but you have to give credit to patrick reed he stayed mentally tough and he just focused on playing golf Mm -hmm. made his putts made the right
1: drives he from the very beginning was the best golfer on that course he was I mean, for in terms of consistency, I mean, he posted an 8-under in his first round and then extended upon that in his second round. And so extended upon that a little bit even in the third round. But he started to kind of cool off a little bit towards the, the fourth and third round. I think he, he was at minus 14 going into the third round, and then he ended up being minus 15 to finish the tournament. So... He started to cool off towards the end but he was so hot in the beginning that I don't think anyone was going to be able to catch him. Jordan Speith was amazing on the first day. I mean, he rattles off six straight birdies and then he comes out on the uh the last day and does the same thing, but the the, the middle two rounds are what that second round is what hurt him the most. Yeah. Um but An unbelievable job to climb back. Still roared back. Because
0: Saturday, Roy McIlroy had a big game. I think it was like minus eight as well. He roared
1: right up there. I'll tell you who's going to be the next major winner, the next first major winner. Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas won a major. He won the PGA Championship. But the first major winner, the next first major winner, I should say, to win his first major is going to be Ricky Fowler, who finished second. Yes. He's going to do it. Uh, It's just a matter of time. You, You keep getting in second. Like Patrick Reed finished in second in a major tournament tournament before so he's been there he's he's lost this was his kind of his it's it's his home he went to augusta state he knows the golf course very well sure um so he had all the cards a line for him, and I think Ricky Fowler in the, um, one of the major tournaments is going to have all the cards aligned for him. So. so now Ricky Fowler has not won a major yet. He has not won a major yet. So he's knocking on the door. He's knocking on the door. So all the best, the best who I consider to be the best golfers have all won majors. So Justin Thomas, Patrick Reed won a major. DJ DJ's won a major. Jordan Spieth won many majors. Tiger many majors. So. Bubba Watson, even. He he won the Masters
0: a couple of times. Yeah. Bubba Watson's won twice, so. He gets a nice little payday, $390,000. For, for fifth,
1: th- yeah, tied for, for six, fifth. Six, actually.
0: Yeah, or tied for fifth. Tied for fifth. There was lots of good things, that, lots of positive things to look at. Even Tiger Woods gets $47,000 for finishing 40th. I should and have it, played. It it's good to see him back. I, I know he's not all the way back, but hopefully we'll see Tiger have a couple really good tournaments where he'll win a major. I really liked what I saw on Sunday, just to kind of concur what you just had said, is Sunday was just super exciting. I mean, Saturday was was fun, but it was all about Roy McIlroy just knocking on the door and made a huge jump up, and really you thought, okay, is it going to go in the final day, McIlroy and Reed are just going to duke it out, kind of like how Bubba Watson did with Jordan Spieth. Spieth's first time around in the Masters when he came up short. Then he came back and won. But Sunday was super exciting. Like you said, Ricky Fowler was just on a fire that day. Jordan Spieth, he was also on fire. So those two made it so exciting. It just seems like after every hole,
1: I heard all this roaring and
0: roar. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? What's going on over there?
1: <laughs> Spieth had, I mean, he was, to start the day, to come back to tying the lead was that's just an incredible feat to accomplish in
0: general i mean i know being down like eight strokes two or seven strokes going into the last day that was pretty impressive how he just shot out like a cannon and just there he is he's tied uh, down to the wire but you got to give credit to patrick reed who's just stayed composed knowing those guys were finishing ahead of him too so he knew that okay they birdied on these holes and he was just saying well those are bull holes. I'm just going to focus on doing what I need to do, birdie these holes to get keep this lead, so yeah.
1: I can win the Masters. I mean, for a long time, golf is was struggling with finding its identity. Right, I think that was the, kind of the biggest problem. It's like you didn't really have a dominant golfer before Spieth came in. Um, there was a period of time where you were just like, okay, who's who's going to be the guy? And we had a lot of like random people be winning, and now you're starting to see there's a lot of good golfers, like really good golfers, and from the good old U.S. of a, as a lot well. from the U.S. of A. The, I mean, Rory McIlroy is one of major. He's one up there too. So, th- in but your my top
0: opinion, three rankings is Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, and Jordan
1: Spieth, which that, that deservingly so. And,
0: and it could change too. I don't know how the Masters will adjust that, but well, Pat, Patrick Jordan Green will Spieth for sure go be, up. Oh yeah, he's number eleven, so he'll definitely bounce up. And even when you finish number two, heck, Ricky Fowler is going to bump up as well. Yeah,
1: and that just opens up for a great U.S. Open. That's uh, what it opens up to. I mean, like it's. Just, uh, the next major with all these guys being uh, you know as hot of golfers right now because they're, they're playing very well. Tiger Woods is playing well, although he didn't have a great Masters performance. He still was doing very well in his last two tournaments. And you
0: know what? He closed out strong uh, on Sunday as well. He had a nice day on Sunday and kept his 40th ranking.
1: But you're right; it wasn't a Tiger Woods esque Masters. A, you could probably tell that it is a lot. He got so much praise and so much attention for his first Masters being back, and that's such a tough golf course. That I mean, even if Tiger Woods was on, he still probably have you know he'd probably have some trouble with it I mean look at what it did to the the former masters winner last year he got a 13 on the hole like he he got the highest score on any other Masters hole he hit the water five times that was the craziest
0: shot i thought I, when I saw that shot I was like he just skipped it over the water I, I've never seen anything like that what was the reasoning how was it just a just to a shorten a stroke or was he just in a bad spot and that's how he got himself out it I, seemed like the <laughs> ball was like almost ready to fall into the water even if he tried to like I don't know hit it up with a pitching wedge it's to get it high up in the air it could have just gone down into the water then he almost first saw like this is going to go in the water so why not just as when we were your kids you know how your kids and you're taking a rock and you skip it across the water and you see it skip four or five six seven, you see how many times you can make it skip when i saw that shot i was just like wow yeah that was the craziest shot of the day and that's what you love about the masters because you just see some you see some crazy stuff out there I, I know. that was I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. I mean, I've watched a lot of golf over the years. I've never seen anybody do anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's been done, but that was
1: amazing. He looked like a, a normal person <laughs> golfing out there with hitting it into the water that many times. It's just yeah. like, I, I don't know. But Sergio Garcia struggled, and, uh, you know, that, that kind of is like, that's how it goes. That's how the master goes. It's like one day it's, it's your best friend, and the next day it's your worst enemy. Well, well like, you have about 50
0: people going into the final day, And they're all gonna have the best golf score. That's just how it's gonna shake out. So if you miss up a couple shots here and there, you know, that that could seal the deal for you. Yeah, I'm
1: I'm definitely excited for the US Open. That's for sure.
0: Like I said, hats off to the local boy, to the Augusta boy himself. Mr. Patrick Reed he finally got his first major. So, you know, he's living a high life right now. And he'll forever be introduced as the master winner. Got that green jacket. That's just the ultimate accomplishment.
1: It is, it is, it is. And we had three Americans finish in the top three.
0: That's awesome. And, you know, it's kind of like tennis. I'm just going to just brief on something here real quick. Rafael Nadal is healthy. The Clay Master is back. They got the Davis Cup going on right now. This is the one, one of the coolest tournaments. It's countries. So you're more or less teams. So you, you play against one another. You kind of rotate players, but it's uh it's countries. So the Davis Cup kicks off the whole clay season, but Rafael Nadal is back. That's all I wanted to say. And by the end of clay season, he'll most likely be the number one tennis player in the world because Roger Federer is skipping clay season again this year. He just felt after his performances at Indian Wells and in the Miami Open that he should just take the clay season off. That's smart. Yeah. Kind of rest up. He's 36 years old. You know, 37. That's tough. That's a tough uh, grind in tennis. He wants to prolong his career and the way he's adjusted his game. He's gonna have a great career knocking on the door and, and get the most tournament wins against Jimmy Connors. But hey, what's going on in the NHL? Because the season has come to a close and the Ducks Made are gonna open up with the
1: Sharks. Yep, tonight. Tonight they're so going tonight to open up against the Sharks. Night. That is the Sharks versus Sharks versus mean, they mean, they've seen each other this season. this season. They've seen each other a lot in lot the past couple the So we the So, we'll see. of I I like the the veteran leadership of the Ducks. of um, these Sharks got probably the best. They had the best trade deadline. Like I'm talking the actual deadline day, not the overall. I think the Ducks and the Sharks both had amazing trade deadline days and who they brought in. And uh, Evander Kane for the Sharks, that was a huge addition for their team. What do you think What the, the best addition for the Ducks this year was? Adam Henrique. Okay. By far. But they, they've had many different uh, additions. Uh, bringing we in Jason Chimera. As as,
0: the one thing I, I, I don't really question, but it just seems like you know Coach Carlisle seems to be a little conservative in a postseason. Do you think we'll find a little different style of coaching? Well, this is the answer. Has he won a Stanley Cup? He has won one Stanley Cup. Then he, he, he'll be totally so, fine. So stick with him. You're good
1: with him. I'm totally good with it. I'm good with what he's done. I'm a big fan of Randy Carlisle. He plays the game tough. He doesn't – I mean, hockey is not for people who want to drink tea and read the newspaper. Like, no. They're going to, like, get close to you. They're going to be physical and, like – that's Ducks' brand of hockey, and they bring in the people who want to do that. I just hear people criticize him for being conservative at times in the postseason. That's why I was asking, because you're right. the Duck expert here. I mean, has he won a Stanley Cup? That's what yes. I have to say. Like, And he's won it with the Ducks. He's won it with the Ducks. He knows what he's doing. Like, He's won a Stanley Cup. You can't take that away from him. Are you going to say Bruce Brugio, the guy before? Was he being conservative when he, of course, he didn't win a Stanley Cup. But they, the fact that he's won a Stanley Cup justifies his coaching, and justifies he knows what he's doing. Yep. Yeah, if, if the Ducks get clicking here in the postseason and heat up,
0: you know it's, well, a, they, it's they, a good first round opponent, Santa Santa Jose Sharks. I mean, they're going to take it to them. It's going to be a good,
1: you know, get you get the playoff juices flowing, and and that that's what the Ducks have going for them. They, their last couple games of the season, they played incredible hockey.
0: Listen to this intriguing matchup. Los Angeles Kings and the Las Vegas Knights.
1: Yeah, that is an intriguing matchup. So, Las Vegas has a lot of speed, a good goalie. They, they have a very interesting dynamic to them. Just being that they are the best expansion franchise that has ever, probably, you know, out of any league. They, they came out of, of nowhere to be one of the top teams in the NHL. I think they're fourth in the power rankings right now, according to ESPN. So, they're a good hockey team, and you look at them on paper, and you're like, Who, who's this? But, um, I mean, Mark andre Fleury in net, who's won how many Stanley Cups? Two? Two Stanley Cups? Okay, he knows what he's doing. And with a bunch of young guys around him, I, I like this team. I like this Las Vegas Knights team. I, I like them a lot. Um, I know they're not a very popular choice among the diehard hockey fans, but they're just so not traditional. And that's why they're not a popular. Do choice. they have much playoff experience? Players on the team? Oh, they they need playoff experience goalie okay. more than anything. I think that's the most important position to have experience in. And they have that. They have probably. Well, the, they got a tough
0: matchup because getting the draw the L.A. Well, Kings in the first round is a team that's got
1: experience. They got Jonathan Quick. Any any team that they face, any team that they face is going to be a tough draw for. Right. Las Vegas, and they got to get acclimated to the playoff atmosphere. By far, I think Nashville is the team to beat. The the Nashville is the team to beat. Well, at the same time, you know, we still have to are deal with like, are they beatable? Are sure. they beatable? Yeah, I like this Ducks team. I think this is going to be an interesting NHL postseason. I think the traditional seeds where you're like number one is the best team and number eight is the worst team. That kind of goes out the window just because of how the season has played out. One through eight are equally as good in the the Western Conference. They have been such a tight league in terms of conference play. You have, from top to bottom, some of the, the better teams in the NHL, and they were so close throughout the whole regular season, and then you look at that Eastern side and you got a team like Philadelphia that kind of squeaks in and, I don't know, it's a little bit more set up for a deep run again by one of these two, the two major heavyweights in the Eastern Conference in the Capitals and the Penguins, so we'll see what goes that's what makes it exciting. So NHL playoffs start tonight,
0: and then the NBA season is coming to close today. Oh, today Wednesday so, will be the last. Left. Yeah, and then the playoffs start this weekend. So is it Pretty that much. ball starts rolling here. Yeah. So in the Western Conference, you know, Houston's got the one seed locked up. Golden State has the second mm-hmm. seed locked up. Steph Curry's not playing in the first round. That's fine. Yeah, but it should be fine.
1: We just don't know
0: all Portland's that. It's got
1: the third seed. We just all that needs to go out the window right yeah. now because right now Portland. And the three seed is only three games. Well we only have one game left, so they had already clinched it. but you look at from top to bottom, besides the three seed, so the top three seeds are, are capped. they're done. And you look at from four to eight. there could be a lot of shuffling in this last game. Oh, Matt, check this out. There could be a lot of shuffling after last night. So Portland
0: sits at 48, 33. Most likely that they win one more game. They got a locked in. They, they, they own it. However, Utah's 47 and 33 and right. Donovan Mitchell oh, What <laughs> an argument yeah. for the rookie of the year.
1: 22 points, three assists, three rebounds. Yeah. Who would you pick in your rookie of the year? I know this is a big, would you pick Ben Simmons at 10 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, or would you pick Donovan Mitchell actually, at 22?
0: He's, he's 60 three and three. points, eight rebounds, eight assists. That's Ben Simmons numbers this year. I know I, A lot of critics are probably going to lean towards it but think about it he's got a year in granted he didn't play his rookie year kind of had a blake griffin effect where he was injured the full year but he'd still just being on the sidelines you kind of understand the game a little bit how it's played ah it's such a tough one but i would actually if you really truly give the mvp award out not just by the obviously i think ben simmons is a great player probably the best player but donovan mitchell's had more effect for his team i think he's definitely the mvp for his team and i mean you uh, you as far as the rookie of the year i would give it to donovan Mitchell. Well, you look at Utah wasn't even in the playoffs
1: last year. If you look at both teams, and they lost Gordon Hayward, and this guy comes in. And they did. But if you look at both teams, they have been wildly successful with both of those rookies. I mean, uh, technically, Ben Simmons, I mean, he sat out one year, but they have been very successful. Philadelphia was a very successful basketball team, and the Utah Jazz are very successful. So to me, you look at that and you're, you kind of say it's pretty even. So you have to look at individual kind of performances. And we- to me, what's yeah. more important is the triple-double. To be able to dominate in all facets of the game, so that's why I would pick Ben Simmons. But I think uh, it's, Donovan it's Mitchell, argument. yeah, it's a great argument. Is a stud. I think he's going to he's going to make many All Star games in his career. Both oh, of them. Indeed, will. indeed, he's going to be one of the top ten players
0: if he is not already. Ben Simmons, LeBron James joins that camp next year.
1: <laughs> that's what that I think that's going to happen. I think it's it's not a foregone conclusion, but he's either going to Cleveland, Philadelphia. Those are the two kind of teams, or he's going to go to Houston and. He's going to and play with Chris Ball and just create a super or team, the and, Lakers. But and the then Lakers the Eastern Conference Puppets. just becomes obliterated, and then there's nothing left of it. Right? It'll be interesting to see. I, I, if I said, "Here's some money, which would you put your money on?" Him going to. True. Yeah. I'll say like, Philadelphia. I'd probably say Philadelphia too. If
0: he wants to win a championship and like I said last week, it's just so many variables with where he's wanted kids to go to school, where does he want to live? Yeah. You know, what kind of deals you gonna get? You know, there's all this stuff that plays into it. So But we'll, we'll see. see. That's what makes it exciting. But a couple games left in the NBA, but I know our time's going really fast, but I gotta jump on it. I gotta get on one of the hottest baseball stories. Joe, hey. Shohei, Ohtani. Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani. What a beat last week this last game that he started he went six and a third innings a perfect game completed with seven innings one hit baseball 12 strikeouts is that just a glimpse of what we're gonna see from this phenom Six foot four, three home runs, seven RBIs, and he's batting a three eighty two. Wow, this is like Babe Ruth. <laughs> this is our today's version of Babe Ruth. We'll see what he cool. He's
1: still got a lot. A lot I know, of but what
0: a left. great start. You gotta be excited. I mean, think about the Angels are seven to three coming out the gate. Finally, all this talent that they've they've acquired over the years, and and especially last year. the you know, they're healthy, they're getting off to a it's it's good to get off to a good start. I know it's hundred and sixty two games first season. I get it, it's a long haul, there's we haven't even got out of the opening month. But it's good to get off to a good start. I is good Patrick to get he got off to a good start with the Masters and maintained his lead and well, still, be... still have the best team in baseball. In, in comparison
1: division. in comparison to what the season is right now, that's like Patrick Reed getting off to a good start in the first three holes. Exactly. So it's like I mean, we'll, we'll see over the course of the season. And the the problem with the Angels last year, they got hit by the injury bug on their pitching staff uh, really hard. Yeah, and now their pitching staff is like it's deep. So that pitching staff is not is deep. They have the same pitching staff, and you add Otani, and then you add Otani. This is the X so they, X factor. They run a six man rotation. Yeah. So I think it's up to guys like Tyler Skaggs. And it's up to guys like Garrett Richards. And it's up to the, the guys that have been the core Angels pitchers to to kind of, you know, help this team. Can you name anyone in the Angels bullpen? Nope. Nope. I can't either. K-Rod's not there, is K- he?
0: K-Rod's <laughs> not there. No, I no. think he plays
1: for the Brewers. Yeah,
0: I think he's with the Brewers last. But, no, I, I can't name anybody in their bullpen. However, they've really improved tra- their, their offense. That- yeah.
1: Can you name their entire infield? Oh, oh yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah, Zach Cozart, my man from Cincinnati, is now playing third. Base. He's, he, he's a gold glover. He's been playing second base, and they've they've
1: been putting Balbuena. They've been switching off. Yeah, a they bit. switch
0: him off. You know, and he could play any position. You know, second base, shortstop, third base. I mean, he's just a solid infielder. He's a gold glover. Simmons is a lock at shortstop. Probably the best shortstop in the game. Ian Kinsler. My goodness, at second base, really? Yeah. When he gets off the deal, he's going to be Poole amazing. Who at first, and then when CJ Kron gets back, he'll get in that rotation out there in the outfield with that big stud Mike Trout. I, you know, it's exciting. This we, is exciting for the Angels. This year,
1: and but you you also look at their outfield. You you got Cole Calhoun, who's solid. He's a pretty yeah, oh, yeah. good player, and, and then you look at Justin Upton, who's yes. having an incredible yeah. season so far. So I forgot they had him on the team. The, the Angels have a deadly offense. They do. So it's up to the pitching to just exactly. you know. It's like you said. It's the injury bug. It's, you know, knock on wood. Hopefully they have a good long I, season. I'm hoping. That's what I'm saying. It's like the first three. Like this is like going through maybe like maybe the first we two have a or three holes. World
0: Series. Maybe.
1: Who's your early? I know you want. I do it who's your early world series winner well i don't have a winner yet you don't have a winner yeah, i don't, I don't think anyone yet. does i think only the analysts do they're probably gonna say <laughs> but right the now just
0: just for kicks and laughs i'm gonna go with the freeway series angels versus Dodgers. oh my gosh i knew you were gonna <laughs> say that i knew it i could have said cincinnati but i know they're not gonna be in there yeah. <laughs> i'm a realist like i i get it they're still rebuilding <laughs> But listen here, real quick, I just got to give a shout-out to the players of the week. You've heard these names before, but Big West Conference Players of the Week. Mr. Wilmot was a freshman player of the week, and Mr. Static was a defensive player of the week. So you got to give a shout-out to these middle blockers of the UCI men's volleyball team. They swept Cal State Northridge, and they got two games with Santa Barbara, and they're going to close out the season, and guess what? NCAA bid for these men, so congrats to the UCI men's volleyball team. Yeah, congrats. I just had to get that in there before we
1: run out of time. Also, go check out the baseball team. Go check them out. They just started to play. They got a UCSB coming into town. so UCSB, we're going to be kicking
0: their butt in men's volleyball at baseball.
1: I'm down. Where do I sign up? <laughs> Our arch rivals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go support the baseball team. They are a fun team to watch, though. And for
0: you Dodger fans, no, I didn't miss Kershaw's stellar performance uh, the other night. Going seven, eight strong, giving up no runs. He's a beast. He's the best pitcher in baseball. He's our today's version of Sandy Koufax.
1: <laughs> I know you would argue if Bob nah, Gardner was healthy, then yes, he would make an argument. Cause, I think Bob Gardner's got how many more World Series rings? <laughs> Three? Okay.
0: But, uh, two of them that he really helped engineer to win yeah you you can't take that away from them but we really truly enjoy having you here god this half hour goes so fast and we Mm -hmm. have the masters these big tournaments and stuff I mean that's just once again what an exciting weekend Oh, yeah. Definitely exciting weekend. Shout out to the grandmas. Love you. Love you lots. And then you can follow us on SoundCloud or you just go to KUCI.org, click Show Schedules, and scroll down to Sports Matters at 8 a.m., and that'll just click you right over to our SoundCloud so you can re-listen to podcasts and some of your favorite podcasts in the past. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your
1: drive.